blockchain holds a lot of promise for the supply chain. So why is it so slow in coming to fruition? Hi everybody, I'm Bob Bowman, Editor-in-Chief of Supply Chain Brain, and this is the Supply Chain Brain Podcast. For all the talk of blockchain, it's tough to separate the substance from the hype. A technology that originally was developed to record transactions of Bitcoin is now being touted as the solution to ensuring the security and reliability of just about every type of business transaction imaginable. The supply chain in particular is said to be an ideal candidate for this supposedly immutable distributed ledger in the cloud. Today we'll get a sense of just where blockchain is in terms of being ready for the supply chain in my conversation with Andrew Stevens, Senior Director Analyst with the Gartner Supply Chain Practice. Gartner is, of course, the creator of the famous hype cycle for assessing technology innovations. You'll find out where blockchain is on that scale and what might be holding it back from full deployment. So here is my conversation with Andrew Stevens. Andrew Stevens, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today about the issue of blockchain and supply chain because it's out there as such a huge subject these days. But Gartner has come up with an interesting observation about it. But before we get to the meat of your perceptions of blockchain, I just want to ask you, when we talk about blockchain for the supply chain, what exactly are we talking about? What types of transactions and tasks within the supply chain would be suitable for blockchain technology? Primarily, the core premise of blockchain potential and applications in the supply chain is in around collaboration and trust. So it's really allowing companies to perhaps develop levels of collaboration or levels of opportunity to perhaps work in small groups of trading partners to ultimately lock down rules of engagement. Those rules of engagement would ultimately translate into a record or a block in the blockchain. Now, in terms of the objectives that would be underlying what would determine those rules of engagement, there are multiple initiatives that are in focus now up and down the supply chain in terms of companies going through that exploratory and discovery phase. For example, product security, anti-counterfeiting, transparency, traceability, supply chain optimization, particularly, for example, in logistics and distribution type operations. There are multiple different risks, objectives and criteria that companies can explore in relation to those rules of engagement that would ultimately form the blockchain ecosystem. All of which have been handled before by other means of technology. So why blockchain? How would that actually improve the lot of supply chains by placing all of the tasks that you just described on a distributed ledger, such as presented by blockchain? Well, there are distinct advantages in looking at the potential of blockchain in the supply chain, but there are also 
potential barriers as well. Certainly, a lot of the early use cases that were outlined in the fintech environment, for example, in the banks and the insurance companies, in many instances, there were much better levels of collaboration, trust, consensus, and perhaps a focus on sharing digital information to determine levels of trust and consensus as to what might be considered a successful transaction. Now, there has been a lot of hype in and around blockchain over the last couple of years in terms of organizations perhaps perceiving it as an all-encompassing platform that can perhaps transform operations that maybe can consolidate multiple initiatives together up and down the supply chain in areas such as sourcing, provenance, pedigree, traceability, manufacturing, distribution, logistics. And there have also been perceptions that perhaps this can be an underlying transformative platform that can consolidate all of those existing separate initiatives together. The reality is that increasingly we're starting to observe in Gartner the fact that the real value that's being placed in and around blockchain is in companies really understanding the specific dynamics of how blockchain will apply to their particular objectives in their business and really reinforcing the fact that in many instances, objectives and risks that they are trying to deliver across or even objectives, there is a host of other technology solutions that could potentially deliver against those objectives. Now, in terms of the way that many supply chains are now changing, they're becoming much more dynamic in nature. Companies are wanting to become much more connected across extended end-to-end supply chain networks. There are always going to be gaps, opportunities, critical paths, or perhaps areas or objectives in and around the supply chain where for one reason or another, other technology solutions cannot fulfill those final requirements for perhaps ratifying the security of a transaction or maybe fulfilling the final level of optimization between two trading partners. So increasingly, we're starting to see blockchain value being visualized from the perspective of it being complementary or augmented in nature as opposed to perhaps being a single technology platform-centric approach where other best practices around process, operations, and technology have been excluded in those early levels of activity. Okay, but recent research from Gartner says, predicts Mm. that through the year 2022, Mm. 80% of supply chain blockchain initiatives will remain at the proof of concept or pilot stage. Why... Such slow development? Well, certainly at this moment in time, our outlook within Gartner Supply Chain is that blockchain is still in that optimum period for learning and discovery. Now, this applies to every industry sector that I speak to, as well as a developing and expanding technology solution landscape. Now, in terms of that positioning in terms of other objectives that companies are looking at up and down their supply chains, there are other viable technologies 
that can come into consideration that are actually available to scope or perhaps do RFPs on or to perhaps deploy in the supply chain today. For example, supply chain visibility solutions is just one example of established technology solutions that can actually start to build out those more connected, interoperable or extended networks of the future. There are also many initiatives in and around digital transformation where, for example, other technologies such as artificial intelligence or IoT-based solutions can also start to make inroads in terms of those organizations becoming more digitally connected and end-to-end centric in their approach. Ultimately, our outlook for blockchain at this moment in time is that for most organizations, it is at least five years away before companies will be able to go out and deploy any level of standardized type solutions and probably closer to 10 years in terms of mainstream adoption. Now, that is not to say that at this moment in time, companies should withdraw from that discovery or exploratory phase in and around blockchain or perhaps postpone blockchain initiatives. This is really around organizations having a much more holistic evaluation of not only their extended future supply chain networks and what they hope to achieve in terms of connectivity and scalability, but also in them having a much more exhaustive review of a host of technology solutions, not just innovative technology solutions, but many supply chains had existing traditional, established, and legacy infrastructure that can also be factored into that planning. Increasingly, what we are starting to observe is organizations are paying much more attention to understanding the true value of blockchain as it applies to their specific objectives and as part of both near-term tactical requirements, but also looking at it in a more strategic manner and being able to clearly have that level of confidence within their own operations and perhaps as a catalyst to, to develop further levels of collaboration with other stakeholders in their supply chain, they're really honing in on having that level of competency and confidence to clearly position it in a much longer term range plan, sorry, a much longer-term extended strategic plan. You are proposing, are you not, that supply chains take a rather different approach to the adoption of blockchain vis-a-vis that of the banking and insurance sector, you said, which which adopted a so-called technology-first approach. What do you mean in terms of not adopting a tech? What, what is the alternative to that, and what must supply chains do to adopt blockchain that differs in kind from how the banking and insurance sector approach the matter? This is certainly an area that we addressed in one of our earlier research papers around the fact that there have been observable use cases in the fintech environment. When you start to look at some of the specifics in and around the technology that has been considered as part of early momentum in the fintech environment, you start to look at the other criteria that were of critical importance in terms of them really 
having the best opportunity to leverage ultimately a range of technology enablers. Blockchain is not a single technology solution in that sense. Certainly what we have observed in Garten's supply chain is that in many respects, the FinTech environment was very, very well positioned to jump straight into looking at the ability to leverage the te those technology enablers. For example, close levels of collaboration established over many years, sharing in many instances quite sensitive electronic or digital information relating to financial transactions. Many of those essential governance and process criteria, but more importantly, the ability to work in collaborative trust-based models where, to a greater or lesser extent, those rules of engagement were very, very transparent in terms of them being developed across those levels of collaboration with those peer networks. Ultimately, they were in the best position to really ratify and refine those trust-based protocols by closing the loop, as it were, in terms of enabling the technology solutions to finally ratify and record those secure transactions. Now, in an operational supply chain context, what has happened is that a lot of the early activity in and around blockchain was very much looking at what happened in terms of those original use cases in a fintech environment with a view of perhaps transposing the key elements into objectives targeting different areas of the supply chain or risks in the supply chain. And in an operational supply chain, there are very, very different dynamics at play. In a supply chain, you are ultimately managing physical products, transactions, and services. There are also, in many industries, inherent gaps in terms of levels of maturity between one stakeholder and another. In many of my discussions within Gartner, we'll often talk about the overall health or maturity of a supply chain. That's perhaps even before those organizations are starting to map out those digitally connected networks of the future. The four key evaluation stages that we identified as essential precursors to those organizations being able to get around the table together to actually lock down those rules of engagement as to what they might consider to be a successful transaction would be in and around governance. The blockchains do not build themselves. Frameworks must be established across peer-to-peer -peer levels of collaboration and trust. But let, let me stop you there for a moment to talk about framework, because it seems yeah. like the conversation about blockchain, starting in the days of cryptocurrency and now moving into today as it relates to supply chain, it seems like the mm. very definition of what is a blockchain has changed. <clears throat> we, originally, we were talking about a public blockchain where the data would reside on millions of computers. Now we're not talking about, in this case, that many. And suddenly, we, all of a sudden, there's public, there's private, there's hybrid, and there's central hosting of blockchains, which seems to go against the very nature of the distributed ledger. So I'm confused as to what a blockchain is today. What is the framework when we're talking about supply chain? In the context of supply chain, you can look at the technology aspect of the framework that you would develop to lock down those protocols. Now, all rules of engagement 
that can and does have synergies in terms of perhaps where blockchain originated. But at the same time, particularly, for example, as it relates to that governance pillar that I mentioned earlier, one of those prerequisite steps, it can also be looked at as much as a framework of reference in terms of maybe facilitating greater levels of collaboration across stakeholders. A recent paper that I published was talking about the fact that although a lot of activity over the last couple of years in terms of pilots and POCs have not transitioned into viable value propositions, there is some light at the end of the tunnel in some of the positive insights that have been captured as a result of that early blockchain activity. One of them is the fact that companies have, for the first time, perhaps extended outside of the four walls of their operations to look at the specific dynamics and maybe other stakeholders that they might want to collaborate with, where perhaps they have shared levels of, of incentivization to maybe consider blockchain ecosystem. Similarly, there are also instances of where it perhaps does make a lot of sense to perhaps consider establishing a more compact focus point on a blockchain ecosystem in the supply chain. For example, you could have uh, very high instances of theft, for example, on a particular logistics route. Now, in that instance, those two particular logistics partners will ultimately already have the pre-established levels of collaboration and trust to perhaps decide on a protocol that can enhance the security within that particular logistics route, where perhaps they're already leveraging a complement of solutions and where perhaps it does make a lot of sense to finalize those transactions in terms of a blockchain protocol. Now, that is a decentralized level of operations in terms of a very compact blockchain ecosystem of partners, that doesn't necessarily mean the whole supply chain needs to be decentralized. And I think this is really where there have been some misconceptions with regards to how blockchain has been proposed in the fact that it's about having balanced objectives and really understanding that in certain high-risk areas of the supply chain, it makes a lot of sense to perhaps consider blockchain. In other areas, it may well be fulfilled through other best practices around process, transaction, and technologies. Not the answer, an answer, but not the sole answer to better supply chain collaboration, security, trust, dependency, tracking, and tracing. It sounds like one tool in the toolbox that companies can be looking at, but should not be going all in on it necessarily. I think that's a a very good summary. Mm. I often will talk about, in many of my discussions, the fact that ultimately the ability to have agility and flexibility in your supply chain and have the ability to be utilizing a portfolio of different technology enablers and also perhaps having the ability to make finite adjustments to them in real time. Supply chains are constantly evolving as our products, as are the stakeholders that join and exit the supply chain. It's not about having a fixed static set of solutions. It's about having a dynamic set of capabilities that can work very much in concert with each other. And those organizations having the tools and the facilities to continually monitor the balance 
of how much or how little they utilize those capabilities as well. I think also a very important factor is that the requirements that you might be delivering against a particular set of products and assets at one phase of its life cycle might be completely different to the technology approach that you might be delivering against the same product in a different part of its life cycle as well. And again, this is where that kind of toolbox approach certainly is very, very helpful, both in terms of tactical planning and strategic alignment as well. So where is blockchain in the famous Gartner hype cycle? Technology trigger, peak of inflated expectations, trough of disillusionment, slope of enlightenment, plateau of productivity. Where is blockchain? In terms of the hype cycle for blockchain business that was published last year, we have two innovation profiles for blockchain as it applies to both blockchain in the supply chain and also blockchain in logistics and transportation. At this moment in time, both of those technology profiles are just reaching the peak of inflated expectations. And I think this very much aligns with our outlook in terms of our expectations for mainstream adoption and also what we are hearing in day-to-day interactions with organizations that are piloting and trialing blockchain in the supply chain. The reason we have a, a specific profile for both blockchain in the supply chain and blockchain in logistics and transportation is that a lot of the early activity for blockchain was very much focused in the downstream distribution and transportation phases of the supply chain. You could also argue that there may be more opportunities given the diversity and the complexity of many distribution and transportation networks. There might be more opportunities for identifying compact groups of partners where it would make sense to perhaps consider establishing discussions in and around a compact blockchain ecosystem One of the big trends that we have seen over the last few years in Gartner supply chain, as a result of perhaps companies taking a step back, having a more of an overview in terms of the positioning of blockchain as it applies to their objectives, the reinforcement of that core competency and expertise, is much more of a focus on the fact that a successful blockchain outcome in the supply chain does not necessarily have to be across a large number of participants. It can be across a very compact group of companies if they are able to meet all of the criteria in and around governance, process, culture, and risk. And they do have those shared levels of collaboration, trust, and incentivization to get round the table together to perhaps determine those finite protocols then certainly there are also opportunities to perhaps streamline cadence given the fact that it's a much lower number of participants. And certainly that's a trend that we are observing, much more compact, targeted, focused areas of discovery and exploration in and around potential blockchain applications in the supply chain. Well, 
Judging from the way that the Gartner hype cycle curve is designed, from the peak of inflated expectations to the trough of disillusionment, we're in for one heck of a roller coaster ride <laughs> down to that bottom. But then yep. beyond that, it looks like there's definitely a promise for blockchain in the supply chain. And Andrew Stevens, I want to thank you so much for helping us to understand what the nature of that promise will be, what companies must do in order to adjust blockchain technology to their own needs for the supply chain. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you very much for your time and thank you very much for giving me uh, the opportunity. That was my conversation with Andrew Stevens of Gartner talking about the potential for using blockchain in the supply chain. We're online at www.supplychainbrain.com where we post a new episode of this podcast for streaming or downloading every Friday. You can also read my Think Tank blog, watch thousands of videos, and access all of our other content, including the digital edition of our magazine. Look for us on Facebook and LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter, at SCBrain. You can also download or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Got any comments or suggestions on this or any episode? Email me at rbowman at supplychainbrain.com. Stay well, and see you next time.